How does a free multi-camera home security system sound to you? I got your attention now. Check out First Guardian Security Services. My friend Jerry Forrest is the regional manager there. He can be reached directly by text or phone call at 769-823-0034. He's going to get you set up with a brand new free multi-camera home security system for new customers only. That's going to include a video doorbell camera, an outside camera, window, door sensors, and a motion sensor. Free installation. There is a one-time activation fee. He'll go over all that with you. You're also going to get a lifetime warranty on the whole system, and you're going to be able to save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance, depending upon who your homeowner is. Check them out online, myfirstguardian.com, or just call or text Jerry directly, 769-823-0034. That's Jerry Forrest with First Guardian Security Services. Monitoring services provided by Vector Security. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here on WYAB. Hey guys, my Pure Air Consultants. Look, you know by now if you're having some problems with your heater. If you are, these are the folks you need to holler at. Uh, I saw somebody on Facebook yesterday looking for somebody to work on the heaters and air conditioner, do HVAC work, and I was tagging my Pure Air Consultants as quick as I could. But uh, My Pure Air Consultants, or I always call it My Pure Air Consultants. That's their website. It's My Pure Air Consultants. Anyway, the name of the business is Pure Air Consultants. Uh, they're celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to central Mississippi. And they want to offer you a rare gift, a free labor warranty for five years. Are you tired of expensive heating, furniture repairs, or high utility bills? Specialties at Pure Air Consultants include heater installation, Furnace installation, heater repair, furnace repair, heating maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator installation, new construction build, thermostat installation, and more. Financing is available. Contact them today at mypureairconsultants.com. Ream, a new degree of comfort. All right. Let's see here. I'm going to... I'm going to play the WLBT story. This is Howard Blue um, and I think Nathan Lee uh, discussing. It's only about a, how long is this thing? It's two and a half minutes. I, I don't know that we listened to that much of it, but this is discussing the the new city ordinance. I'm having a brain fart. The curfew. So I'm trying to say curfew. The new city curfew. For Jackson that they passed yesterday. They don't go into effect for 30 days, but here you go. There's a new curfew order for your children here in the capital city, which is something some council members have wanted for years now. But you may wonder what is included in it. Career Science Nathan Lee lets you know what you can expect from this ordinance. Nathan? Yes, in this first council meeting of the year, members unanimously voted in favor of a new temporary curfew that will go into effect soon. This came after residents and organizations gave their opinions on if it should be passed. We know we can't stop it. We can slow it down. But if we do nothing... It's going to fester, it's going to grow, it's going to increase. The Jackson City Council passed a new ordinance that will reinstate a temporary curfew for your children's ages 17 and under after hearing from multiple Jackson organizations who pushed for it. The curfew will go in effect in 30 days and be in place until January 1st, 2025. You could also be fined if your children violate the rule. Fines start at $25 and could eventually turn into hundreds of dollars. Ward 3 Council Member Kenneth Stokes introduced the measure 
measure to help fight against youth crime. I told them yesterday I used to carry two guns. Don't think somebody didn't save me. Let's save these children. That's what it's all about. Saving these children like somebody saved us. Ward 5 Councilmember Vernon Hartley believes that this is just the start of actions to help the youth and the city of Jackson. I look forward to keeping on the agenda this thing of cleanliness of our city, this thing of uh, crime and, and voting for all those issues that's going to help our kids successfully look out the school bus and think, hey, things are going to be all right. Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba hopes a curfew is part of a larger solution, such as putting curfew centers in place. Council President Aaron Banks was in favor of curfew centers and believes it could be implemented through Jackson Public Schools, using some of the vacant buildings for these centers. Curfew centers. I, I, I missed that part in the article yesterday. So basically like a if you break curfew, not go to jail, but you go to a curfew center. I like that. Yeah, and the curfew does include some exemptions, uh, like uh, your child, if it is, uh, if they are legally employed. You can see all of those uh, exceptions in this story on WLBT.com. Nathan Lee, three. Wouldn't that be great? You had to have a job, and uh, urban pharmacist can't be it to stay out past midnight on the weekends. <laughs> All right, so look, man, at the end of the day, I think this is a great idea. And for no other reason, and I said this yesterday briefly, we, we kind of talked about it on yesterday's show. I think it, because stop and frisk is illegal now. It's, it's, a, it's a civil rights violation to stop a thug and frisk them. And then Jackson does have a, or Mississippi has open carry laws. So just because somebody's walking down the street with a gun, you can't stop them. And ask them any questions just because of that. I'm slightly conflicted on that because I I think there's a there's a difference in walking with a pistol on your side and walking down the street with an AR-15 and 50 clips. I, you know, look, I'm I'm as two A, put it in my veins, say some two A for the rest of us as the next guy. But I do think you know I, I at least want to have a conversation with that guy. About why he feels he needs to walk around a certain area like that. Because is it so dangerous that I should do the same? Anyway, cops aren't allowed to just walk up and mess with people. And we can argue about that being right, wrong, and different all y'all want. In Jackson, Mississippi, crime is at a all-time high. Period. Over the last four or five years, it's at an all-time high. There's complete culture rot. In the, in the city right now, in urban communities similar to Jackson, demographically. Complete culture rot. What I believe this allows the police to do is if they see people out on the street corners, if they see people riding around in uh, certain cars, you know, it, it allows you to do a little bit of profiling. I'm just going to be honest. So I, even if they're not under 18, you can pretend they look under 18. Pull them over. That's your probable cause. Man, I thought they were—I thought they was minors out on the street. Pull them over. Check their IDs. Oh, weird! You ain't got—you're driving. You ain't got a driver's license. Go on, get in the back of the squad car, son. 
boy. Go on and get in the back of the squad car. Why does it smell like dope in here? Oh, man. Go on and get in the back of the squad car, boy. So there's a lot of upside to this. Whether they enforce a quote unquote curfew or not, it gives them the ability to sit here and say, these boys are like they have to no trouble. I'm going to pull them over. We're going to have a conversation. We're just going to make sure everything's on the up and up. So, yeah, I'm for it. I am.、Um, let's see here. A guy last night, so it got reposted and a couple of people by some, by some, I did a video on it. It's over 100,000 views now on Instagram alone. So it got shared and reposted all on there. And, you know,、uh, Black Jackson thinks I'm, thinks I'm、uh, an idiot, of course. But all the people that voted for this and all the people that spoke at City Hall were, were black folks, by the way, that 100% passed this unanimously. And leaders from within the black community also asked to have this done. So clearly, they see some value in it. I, re- I remember when they did this in the 90s because our generation had gotten out of hand. <laughs> Now, we wasn't shooting one another like this generation is, but we had gotten out of hand. And they installed a curfew in the early 90s. And one of the things that I find interesting about this is the quote from, I believe, Stokes is. Let's stop these kids from becoming killers. Not let's stop these kids from being killed. So they know there is a really bad problem with this. I think it's Generation Z, whatever this current generation is, in their communities. There's a zero respect for human life, there's no value for human life. They think they're playing a shooting video game. They don't understand consequences, repercussions. Fathers, typically not in the homes or never have been in the homes, have never been in the homes. If the mother even knows who the father is, they're kind of raised by the streets. Mama's filming twerking videos, riding around in a charger. But I find the wording of this very interesting. Let's stop these kids from becoming. Killers. Also, another thing, they did this up in North Mississippi. I want to say, was it South Haven? It was somewhere in North Mississippi over the summer. I did a video about it, got about a million views. It was crazy. So I know it was an extremely polarizing topic. When my videos do really well, it's because they're polarizing, not because everybody agrees. They're arresting kids that are. You know, underage, out there doing dumb stuff, and they're charging the parents with an equal crime. That's what they should do in Jackson. I mean, y'all, if y'all listen to this show, you know I've said this. That's what they should do in Jackson is charge parents with the same crime their kids are committing. Now, I said this in my video last night. I said, if the kids are out there robbing, stealing, drug dealing, carjacking, You charge the parent with the same thing. You kill two birds with one stone. You get a crappy parent off the streets and you get a bad seed off the streets. Let's take a phone call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. It's Scott. Good morning. Hey, brother. Hey, Scott, let's do this. Can you stay on hold through the break? I certainly can. All right, stay on hold through the break. I'll come right back to you. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back with Scott 
on the line. I don't want to rush Scott. He's always got well thought out opinions, and I want to I want to hear the whole thing without rushing him. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Let's go straight to the phone lines. We got Scott on the line. Hey, brother, how are you? Pretty good. You're lucky I'm still here. Almost hung up because <laughs> because that was too much pressure. All that high praise about a well thought out point. Now I got to come up with something really good. Well, real quick, I did uh, without naming where exactly. I did run into your son the other day, and uh, got a chance to see him. He's looking good. He told me he was excited about it. Yeah, local big. celebrity sighting. <laughs> so that's a good deal. So yeah. yeah. Well, those Anderson he, kids he are the certainly. those Anderson boys are the celebrities here, not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll bet. Well, look, um, uh, here's here's my uh, cogent, well thought out point. Uh, I really feel I'm not sure that this is going to help much. I, I'm I praise them for the idea of the curfew and the curfew centers and all that, but I think I think part of the issue that's been ongoing is you're dealing with Jackson and Hines County. You're dealing with Jackson, you know, and Hines County prosecutors and judges and and detention centers and things like that. And look, JPD's always had the op- the the ability to stop youth late at night, question them, things like that. The thing, the thing about being a 15, 16, 17-year-old knucklehead public school kid is you don't know anything. You don't know that Mississippi's not a state that has stop and ID laws. You know, you can't articulate that your civil rights are being violated. And, and kids, especially boys, will fly off the handle real quick. You know, we weren't known at that age, Clay, for our uh, – you know, level-headed temperament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. So it's e- it's easy. You know, police officers know all they have to do is bully a kid a little bit, and they got them, you know. And if they want to if they want to search everything and, and up and down and run everything, they they could do it already. So it, the, the the curfew is just another excuse to do what they're already able to do. The problem is the follow through. Nothing ever happened. You know, okay, if I do catch them slinging some cane or something. What difference does it make? Nothing's happening. There's no. There's nothing on the back end. There's no deterrent there. Nobody really prosecutes these things well. There's nowhere to put them. They're out there ROR'd right away, you know, and all that stuff. It, it Nothing happens. So I feel like JPD and probably Capitol Police, too, are rather apathetic and have been, understandably so. They'll sit in the parking lot and say, I'm just going to be a police presence and try to deter people, you know, but I'm not going to patrol and go out of my way in these neighborhoods and stop and do all this work when everything, everybody I bring in is just getting cut loose an hour later and nothing happens to them. And that's been the case for 20 years or, or more. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure how effective that this is really going to end up being. I think it's a lot of, you know, it may put the fear into a few miners on the front end, but the ones who are doing what they're doing anyway are going to do what they're going to do anyway. Well, look, do, uh, being honest, do, do I think this is going to work? No. I mean, just because because of all the reasons you said. Does it mean that I don't like it because it ain't going to work? No, I, I do like it, and I think it's intended. I think it's well intended. Um, but like everything else that comes out of City Hall, it it, it gets some it gets some press. It's like these in, these resolutions they pass down there every time they get mad about something and they want everybody to know it. They pass a resolution. Um, those are useless and fall flat, just like this will, unfortunately. But 
I, I at least the, here's the thing I really do like about it. Curfew aside, Scott, I like that they tied the truancy stuff into it. So the kids yeah, also yeah. have to be in school till three thirty every day, versus out on the roads. So I, I I like that aspect of it, and I do believe that aspect is enforceable. So yeah, I mean, isn't it crazy? You know. 30 years ago, every, pretty much everybody knew what a truant officer was. People, I mean, that was, that was a common thing. Sure. I knew it. You, you would see it on TV shows and stuff. And, you know, it was, it was common. And we, today, if you, if, you know, ask my son next time you see him, hey, <laughs> do you know what a truant officer is? He will look at you so crazy. Man. He, we used to- now, partially because he's never, you know, he's, he goes to school, he's not in trouble. But you would think you would have heard of them, right? You just said that that, that word. I don't know. Have they changed the name of it? To, is, is that what a school resource officer is kind of now? I mean, are they doubling as a truancy officer? Because you don't hear truancy. And maybe me and you have aged out of uh, of hearing that. But I don't. I never see people complaining about the truancy cops or anything like that. You know, anywhere, not just Jackson, Rankin, Madison. If anybody's listening out there. Uh, that knows in Rankin and Madison, do y'all have truancy officers out there? Is that a thing? I, I don't think they do. And I, and, I, and I think the way it was always done is they were actually police officers tied to the local department that strictly handled kids running around who were supposed to be in school. I, can, uh, I skipped. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's the schools. Now it's just up to school principals and counselors. Yeah, you know, and, they, when, and they all have this. And everything's digital now too, right? I mean, they can if you if I, I I'm if you don't show up and you're not in class by X amount of time to start the school day, I'm guessing that starts a process. The parents get called, so on and so forth. Um, I know that I dodged, <laughs> I dodged my mama and truancy cops for about 48 days straight one time when I was at you know at my absolute worst hell raising and had to repeat ninth grade. <laughs> uh, we, we just started skipping and we didn't stop. Uh, there was, and I had a pager at the time, so there, there was nothing made my heart drop down into my stomach faster than feeling my beeper go off before school got out. You know, like because because everybody else is supposed to be in school that I was friends with, so you you know that makes your mama or dad was sending you a, a page. So if I if yeah. I pulled that thing out and I saw my mama or dad paging me, particularly my mama, before two p.m. every day, I knew I was busted. <laughs> yeah, because she she because if she thought you were in school, she wouldn't be paging you. Exactly, and that you know that goes back to parenting. And I mean, look I, again, I don't blame any of the stuff I did on my parents. They they legitimately tried. It was a cat and mouse game. They took the they took my bedroom door off my bedroom at one point. You know, I mean, they they tried. Yeah. I was just a knucklehead that was determined to have to learn everything the hard way. Um. And and I so I don't put that on my parents, but I also didn't kill anybody and never ended up really in jail. So what so was what I what I was doing really that bad? Um, it wasn't good, and I you know I don't I, you know I'm glad my daughter hasn't repeated a lot of those same mistakes. But you know I, I didn't really hit my prime of being a screw up till after I got out of the house. You know, I don't yeah. mean to go down that rabbit yeah, hole but, there, and, just, but every just saying time that you screwed up, it fell on you then, and yeah. so. Yeah, you did learn the hard way. Yeah, I think the the worst to... mistake the worst mistake my parents made was they got me my own phone line in my bedroom, 
uh, because they use the phone a lot. And, you know, having a teenager at the t- that time in a house with a landline, you know, we stayed burning yeah. up the landline on on a three- and four-way calls and just doing all that stuff that teenagers did oh, before yeah. they could go you out. ignore the call waiting for their calls. Exactly. You and figure, you, Well, you figure they'll call back later. Of course, well, you're on the phone later, so it doesn't matter. And if you use three-way, the signal's busy and nobody can get through because both lines are being used. Um, the worst thing they did was get me a, my own line, and I went and registered myself for school one year, and I put my phone number down as the emergency contact to my bedroom. <laughs> So when I decided I didn't want to go to school that day, I just simply took the phone off the hook <laughs> in my bedroom, and, and that you know there was no calling my parents' cell phone or sending my parents an email to let them know I wasn't at school. So I took I took good good advantage of that. Scott, man, great call, brother. Always good talking to you. Yeah, appreciate it. Have yep, a blessed one. Let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Shows. We got a few extra minutes to land the plane, as I like to say, here at the end of the show. Guys, this Saturday night, go ahead and clear your calendars and make some plans to get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there on the res. It's going to be a grand old time. They're having a 80s, 90s, 2000s throwback bash with DJ Tricks. That is my buddy Jace Powell going to be out there DJing. I had Jace on the show one time, and it's still one of the most downloaded episodes we ever had, just talking about old school Jackson nightclubs, nightlife, all that stuff. If you grew up going to the clubs in Jackson in the 90s, DJ Tricks, Jace was probably the DJ there. Uh, it's going to be no cover charge, free to get in this Saturday, 9 p.m. until get out and enjoy some fun old school dance tunes, great pizza, pasta, drinks, and more. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there at Fan and Mart on the res. All right. Reagan can call me out on the guns of your text, y'all. And he makes a great point here. So I'm going to, I'm going to answer this the best way I know how. Uh, he, he had texted a lot, but I'm going to skip to the last one. He says, if you were a knucklehead, Clay, doing knucklehead things, why would you support your parents being punished for your actions in the streets? And what he's talking about is I said, I, I support parents being charged equally as their kids. Now, I could get into the semantics of that and try to sugarcoat it, and I'm just going to say this. I still would support it because I'm going to tell you what. All it would have taken was Shelby or Roy to have caught a charge and been hauled off in cuffs is one time. One time. And my life would have changed forever, probably for the better. <laughs> They'd have had me boot camp bound and i don't mean military kind either i mean some kind of corporal punishment uh oakley type institution yeah they had they had me done i'd have been done son they'd have beat me so bad i'd have been wheelchair bound for the rest of my life it would have kept me in it would have kept me out of trouble i'd have thought about that whooping every time i thought about doing something stupid yeah yeah, I, I even like it just thinking about it out loud. I think that's what we definitely need to do. Because I'm going to tell you, like, well, my daughter's 21 now, but if she had gotten me arrested um, when she was under 18 with some nonsense, there'd have been no more nonsense. I'd be in jail for, for child abuse. <laughs> I'm catching mo charges. 
Hey, look, guys, extreme times call for extreme measures. I ain't, they ain't no perfect answer. How about, how about this? How about quit having kids out of wedlock? How about quit having four and five kids with multiple baby daddies? How about raising your kids? Look, they ain't no perfect answer. Like I said, I, I grew up in a house of both parents doing the right thing, and I was still a knucklehead. Now, I ain't doing. I wasn't doing the type of stuff that they were doing in Jackson. I ain't trying to say what I was doing was right, but what's going on in Jackson right now? This is another level. These are these are killers, and these guys are running criminal enterprises at fourteen years old. I do think there's a difference in breaking in a couple cars here and there. Uh, vandalizing some things, and I ain't saying any of it's right or good. And, you know, running a criminal enterprise, selling dope, killing people, doing drive-bys, carjacking, we can agree that there's a difference in the escalation of criminal activity. Uh, But, hey, again, extreme times call for extreme measures. You know, maybe this curfew works. Maybe arresting some parents and finding them works. Now, I'm sure what we're going to find out is, oh, they arrested little... Little pookie and mama can't afford the hundred and fifty dollar fine, and they're gonna arrest mama. She can't do it, and now this is racist. They're gonna have chalkway on there. We're gonna have to wave these. This is the same same people that didn't make people pay their water bills. Do you really gonna think, think they're gonna make some poor um, black mothers pay for their kids' misdoings? They absolutely are not. I, I, I anticipate not a single uh, single mother. In Jackson, paying for a f- kid's curfew violations. But it sounds good on paper. Uh, Jameson Haygood, 10 to noon. I'll see you guys back tomorrow.